Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Viking Voice. We're back again. It is our special spring break edition. Happy spring break, Mrs. Weibel. Isn't this great? Oh, yeah. I just sitting here on the beach listening to the waves crash on the shoreline. Man, I just love it. I know. Playing these drums. Crowds of people coming around. It's so much fun. All these fruity drinks. What a great time we're having. I made sure to wear my sunscreen today. Yep. Don't want to get burned. A very important on your spring break trip. You got your sunscreen on. I actually did get sunburnt, uh, what, two days ago. I went outside with my bald head, and I mowed my lawn and raked the leaves up and all that kind of stuff, and I got sunburnt. That's a good point, because in these kind of random sunny spring days where we're out doing stuff, it's very important if you're going to go ride your bike, clean out your garden beds, <laughs> you know, that you got your sunscreen on. Right. Very important. Mm -hmm. Well... Uh, speaking of, we have had some nice weather lately, so you've said you've been outdoors. What else have you been up to? So we had a really fun weekend, actually. It kicked off Friday night. My uncle, Dave, um, who is a semi-professional musician, did a Facebook Live concert, and he had, I think, up to, I think I counted 110 people were watching at a time, and I have a very large Catholic family, so we had so many family members just sending in requests, and it was like one of the first moments during this quarantine where we felt together as a family. So that was really fun. And with the weather being so nice, we went out for a long, you know, hour and a half, two hour nature walk and looked for, look for bugs and things like that. Hit some uh, baseballs in the backyard. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a really fun weekend. How about you? I know I have really been enjoying the weather. Um, I got a lot of yard work done. Still working on that, but it's looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I always like that because I, spring is one of my favorite times of year simply because I love seeing all the green things start to come out. And so I always go out every single day, probably multiple times a day now that I'm just home. I just go out and I look in my garden as if I could will them to grow mm -hmm. every time I, okay any anything new popping up today let me take a look i just love to see that new life um in my garden bed so that's exciting for me yeah and then obviously riding bikes hanging out in the yard just we got out our deck furniture just what a uplifting thing to do it's just like a sign of what's coming to get your deck furniture out to sit out on the back deck in the sunshine on a sunny day it just makes you feel good yeah the next three days are supposed to be nice as well but i think we're going to take a little bit of a turn and go back down into the 40s but it's going to be nice the next few days we are that's okay we appreciate it more right. absolutely when it's not every single day so yeah well um it is spring break and so what a great way to kick off spring break we have those sunny warm days we like that have a little bit of spring break trivia if you're interested. Yeah, I know I know quite a bit about spring break. On my free time, I usually study it, you know, for when I'm on Jeopardy. So go, let's, let's okay, do Okay, okay. Well, let's, let's see. First of all, so spring break itself, its tradition, actually goes way back to ancient civilizations. Do you know 
the first ancient civilization that started spring break, I'm essentially. Gonna, I'm going to say the Greeks. It sounds like a Greek thing to do. It was the Greeks. It was the Greeks, and it was part of the celebration of spring. That mm. is how spring break started. There is a city in which spring break originated in the United States, the big spring break bash. Do you know what city it is? The city in the United States. That oh. is known as the birthplace of spring break. Oh, boy. All right. It's got to be in Florida. It's got to be in Florida, doesn't it? I'm going to go with uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yes, it is Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Really? Very good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm two for two, and these are guesses. Yes, it got its beginning in 1936, and actually what happened is they started this huge um, swimming competition in Fort Lauderdale. 300 swimmers in the 1930s came and swam in that competition, and within two years it had taken off. That is where spring break in the U.S., the, the celebration wow. really started. It was it was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, over that's a swimming of, competition. That's kind of surprising. That's during the Great Depression that that's the time they decided to party it up. Hmm. They needed to get away. It kind of evolved from there. Yeah. And then people kind of got kicked out of Fort Lauderdale because it was too busy and they were not behaving yeah. well. Not social distancing. Yes, yes. So then um, the second city that became really popular... What do you think that one was? Mm -hmm. uh, ooh, the second one. The second one. Uh, they got I, kicked out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Where would they go after yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that they probably went to the other side of Florida. Uh, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to go with Miami. Mm-hmm. It was Daytona Beach. Dang, I should have just went up north about 200 miles. And I yeah. Have right. Dang it. So Daytona Beach is where MTV started televising spring break specials. I remember the MTV spring break specials. Oh, Do they you got, remember? They, they got wild, I remember. Yes. What year did MTV televise its very first spring break special? Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, very first one. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with 1989. You were close. Dang it. It's actually a little bit sooner than that. 1986 was its first televised spring break special. Wow. And then it just became like a staple. Yeah. Every spring break, they would broadcast from a location in Daytona beach. So, yeah, probably up until the early 2000s, and then it just kind of went away. Yeah. So a lot of people spring break in the southeastern United States. How much do you think spring breakers spend on average in the southeast U.S.? Like an average person? Like they're spending? Collectively. Collectively. Oh, so, okay. Um, hmm. Well, let me see. I bet... There's an influx of about $10 billion into the Southeast. Not quite that much. Son of a gun. That was a little bit of an overshoot. But <laughs> if you just took the states of Florida and Texas and combined that, that's a billion dollars right there that people spend. In, wow. On spring, that spring breakers spend in down two south. states, that's a billion? 
That's a billion dollars. Well, if yeah. you add Florida and you add Alabama and Georgia. Well, that's and Florida the, and Texas. So. And the Carolinas, I bet we get up to $10 billion. It could. It could. I don't have that statistic. So did you see, getting back to the current news, did you see that I think it's the governor of Georgia decided to open up the beaches? Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was shocked. I was like, oh, my gosh, what, what's going on down there in Georgia, the peach state? Yeah, that is surprising. Not making good decisions. No. Anyway. Huh. What percentage of people do you think travel on spring break? 31.6. It's higher. It's actually 54%. Is that really? 54% of people on spring break travel, take, they take a trip on spring break. Wow. That's, yeah. that's higher than I would have guessed. There was a really terrible spring break movie that yeah. starred an American Idol contestant. Uh-huh. Who was it? Do you know? Oh, uh, let, let's go with um, the, the, an OG, Kelly Clarkson. Absolutely. That was part of her first win on American Idol. She was the first, she was in the first season. She won it. And as part of her contract, she had to do this terrible spring break movie. It was like a musical movie with the runner-up, Justin Guarini. Oh, oh. this sounds thank, horrible. Thank goodness she went on to survive beyond that, uh, her career-wise. Yeah. Her, her pipes really carried her far past the, the, that terrible spring break movie. Wow, I've never heard of this. Huh. Spring break shows up in a lot of, like, pop culture stuff, and... In The Simpsons, Homer Simpson takes his family on a vacation to Florida during spring break, and he commits a pretty significant faux pas. Do you know what it was? Oh, oh. Uh, I'm guessing it has something to do with sunblock, but I, that, that's my guess. Something related to sunblock. I don't know. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a while. He actually takes a wild ride on an airboat and ends up killing the county's beloved mascot. <laughs> okay. An alligator named Captain Jack. Okay. What year was this episode? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Anyway. You've done so a lot of work. Kind of You've done a lot of work on this trip. I did a little research on some spring break that I thought would just be kind of fun to talk about on our podcast here yeah. since it is spring break edition. Yeah, it's um it it's a little sad, I got to be honest. This week usually is one of my favorite weeks of the year. Obviously with the weather turning, uh, it's a big deal, but it's a big sports week for everybody. It's usually the final four weekend uh Masters golf tournament uh would be going on uh this week. It's my birthday next week. Um it's it's just a a really joyous time. Obviously considering the situation, it's just um and it just doesn't seem normal. But uh, we shall be back next year with all these fun things. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to be spring breaking with a vengeance <laughs> next year. Watch out, golf shorts. That's right. Those sandcastles are going to be gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Weibel's going to be boogie boarding and all sorts of stuff next year. Let's hope that Evan or Patrick don't come down with something like the shingles or something and require you to be inside again. Yeah. 
No, because what is it? Three years ago, Patrick had hand, foot, and mouth. Oh, that's what it was. It showed up the day we left. Yes, oh. that was terrible. First day of spring break, we took him to the doctor down there. We, like right after we had arrived, we had been driving the entire night, so we were exhausted. He was miserable, and they're like, "Yeah, it's hand, foot, and mouth. He cannot go on the beach." What, wasn't he like <laughs> two years old? He was. He was so little. Oh my god! I think he was. I think he was almost two. So did you just spend the spring break inside or did Heck you cover no. him up in an umbrella? Like, did you just keep him under an umbrella? No. What we did is we put him in his jammies because they were long sleeved and long pants. Oh, right. Like little cotton yeah. jammies and uh-huh. uh, just kind of covered him, covered him up. Anyway, we came up with a little spring break Mad Libs little story <laughs> that, uh, We worked on Collectively, which I think, I got to say, I think it turned out pretty good. Not bad, not bad, yeah. For amateurs, I think it's pretty good. Well, at one point, we started, Jess and I were writing this together, our our part, the second half of this. Yes, you did way better than I did, by the way. Oh, we did? I I was nervous that we did not even come close. Um, Oh, I loved it. At some point, Justice goes, well, can't we just Google like Mad Libs and find a good one? I go, no, this has to be original. So hopefully it turns out funny. We have solicited answers from Instagram, which required that we conquer going live on Instagram. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, me too. I am too. I do want to talk about just some technology things because... I mean, we should just tell our listeners that we have not gone live on Instagram yet. We're pre-recording before. We're going to stop our recording. We're going to go live on Instagram. We're going to get your answers for the Mad Lib. And then we're going to fill in the Mad Lib and finish it on our show and record again after. Right now, we're a little bit nervous about taking on this new technology. Mm -hmm. And I'm envisioning that we're probably going to struggle. But we'll see. Hey, it's part of life. It's part of learning. We'll be fine. It is, it is. And I don't know about you, but for for me, things like this, you know, our students look at us like, oh my gosh, how can you not how can you not know how to go live on Instagram? I can't believe you haven't done it before. I'm sure they're thinking like, you know the phrase okay boomer that yeah. people have been throwing around. I feel like sometimes that's been thrown towards me. Yep. But I had two incidents over the weekend and our generation We are helping like our parents, okay? Mm -hmm. Students, you might be maybe 14, 15 years old and trying to help people in their maybe 40s, right? Yep. We are trying to help people who are in their 60s. Yep, we sure are. So I had two really funny incidents with my mother-in-law over the weekend that revolve around technology Uh and just a lack of awareness, okay? okay? yeah. So the first thing is my mother-in-law has been looking for masks. She really wants to wear cloth masks when she goes out into the grocery store and um, does her shopping. Real quick on the masks, I had written that down. Is it, I mean, they're, they're saying it's strongly recommended now that to wear masks, not the, you know, the special N95 masks, but to wear some kind of mask when you're out in public. Is that. I have read mixed information on this and so i don't feel comfortable identifying whether this is a you should or it doesn't matter i've read both 
Um, the CDC would be the source to go to, whatever they say. Have you seen that? I, I thought I did, but I, I don't want to say that it's right from the CDC. I, I read something on Twitter and, and Twitter, you know, it's just, it's the wild west. So uh, I'm not sure what the source was, but uh, it was a doctor that said, you know, you should be wearing a mask in that they went into how the masks really protect other people from you more, more necessarily than, uh, than you being protected from other people, meaning if spit flies from your mouth, it's going to stay in the cloth. Sure. So, so at any rate, I, I think it is, we are leaning that way. I know in the press conference, the, the president and Dr. Fauci mentioned it uh, yesterday, but I don't know, like, if, is, it, is it strongly recommended? Is it you need to do this? I, I'm not quite sure. So I just went to the CDC site while you were talking about it, because I was yeah. curious. And there's a section on how to wear a cloth face covering. And it says here, the headline on this little blurb says use of cloth face coverings to help slow the spread of COVID-19. So it has some recommendations about how to wear a cloth face covering, how it should be, how it should fit your face. Um, it does give some guidance on homemade cloth coverings right. and some frequently asked questions about how to care for them properly, making sure they're cleaned properly. And then there's also instructions on how to make one. Okay. Yeah. I have an aunt that's been furiously making them for the last couple of weeks. It's she's getting burned out from what I can tell on, on her Facebook posts. Uh, but just like living over the top of a sewing machine right now, making these things. So what's really interesting. So there are some methods you can use that do not require sewing. And one of these methods, the no-sew method, actually has you put a coffee filter oh. in the middle of the mask. So that's kind of interesting. That was one of the first times I'd seen that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, let the, interesting. Let the run on or the run on coffee filters begin. Yes, yes, that'll be the next thing people hoard. So I bandanas and coffee filters. I um I was gonna tell you this uh, next week. Um, I have a friend that I spent a couple hours last night on FaceTime. She works for Meyer, and she gets to see the, the trends of purchases, like what was mm -hmm. purchased the most on certain days. And she says it's just fascinating. So I'm hoping that maybe I can get some of this information for next week's podcast and share with you the trends of purchasing. And just Ooh. a couple of examples she gave me, it was, you know, of course, we know the toilet paper. Uh, we know the frozen foods, but there was some odd ones that you just, uh, I, I hadn't thought about. So more on that next week. I so. would love to hear some, some stats on that. And then I'll throw out to her to keep an eye on coffee filters. Yeah. Anyway, my mother-in-law has been into these masks and so she was looking, so she puts a Facebook post out there. Does anybody out there have masks that I can purchase that you have sewn, you know? So a friend of hers who is in the same sort of age range mm -hmm. posts on her wall. Oh, no. Oh, posts no. on her wall. Please don't post this, but my wife has made some masks and I have one that you can have. 
he started it with please don't post this as if this is supposed to be private information yet he has posted it to her facebook wall so everybody can see it yeah right the so we laughed i said i almost wanted to comment like oh your secret's safe with me you know yeah so we laughed about that oh boy the other thing that happened with my mother-in-law that was so funny and this is something i think my students will think is hilarious but so she called me on accident. She butt dialed me, which I don't know how that's possible anymore in the world of smartphones. I don't know how anybody butt dials somebody, but she butt dialed me and I answered. Mm-hmm. And it was really late at night. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And I said, hey, you know, and she's like, oh, oh, I didn't mean to call you. I I'm, I was trying to call uh, her husband, my father-in-law, Dan. He's also a Dan. Mm-hmm. I was trying to call Dan. He's in the basement. I need help with this computer. So I said, well, what's the problem? Well, I can't figure out how to turn it on. (laughs) So I said, (laughs) okay, well, um, (laughs) tell me about the computer. Well, it's a laptop. Okay, open it up. Yep. I say, well, usually the power button is in the upper left-hand corner, kind of where the key, you know, on your keyboard or the upper right-hand corner. Oh, I don't see it. I said, okay, well, what brand is it? I don't know. I said, well, usually it says the brand on the cover. Mm -hmm. So she says to me, oh, it's a DY. (laughs) And I'm like, what in the world? Like, that is not a brand of computers. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I'm like, okay, check the sides. I don't know. All right. I said, well, just send me a picture of the keyboard. So she sends me a blurry photo of the keyboard. Uh And I can just see the symbol for the computer, HP. She was reading it upside down. (laughs) It was a Hewlett Packard. The symbol said HP and upside down that says DY. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I laughed so hard. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's an HP so we had a good chuckle she gave up she we hung up and then she got my father-in-law to help her figure out how to turn it on but it was so funny so now we tease her about oh how's the dy computer (laughs) treating you you know (laughs) anyway yeah so that's how we feel so this could be this could be us on instagram you know trying to figure this live thing out but i guess we're gonna find out Let's just do it. Let's have fun. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll be back. So that went awesome. It really did. I, I'm shocked. Way easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I, I have to tell you, like, it was so uplifting to just see our students, even though we couldn't physically see their faces, to have them interacting with us oh it just felt so good yeah and and it was it was great to see of course the eighth graders but to see kids uh in high school like the high schoolers joining in that was really fun too so um man we got we're gonna have to do that again for sure yep yep that was a lot of fun so we gotta go over our spring break mad lib (laughs) i think it turned out pretty good so we took their responses and i filled it in as we went 
Um, and so we're going to read through the completed story right now. So the first half of the story, Mrs. Weibel uh, wrote, and then the second half, my wife and I wrote. So, uh, and then everybody, you know, gave us all the words. So, uh, Mrs. Weibel, without further ado. <laughs> it was the Monday of spring break, and Mr. Scudder and his family were leaving for Florida. They were about to pull out of the driveway when he realized they forgot to pack the dog. He quickly grabbed it and they pulled out of the driveway. They knew it would be an ugly drive and they were fluffy. <laughs> About 27 days into their trip, they got hungry. So they decided to stop at Arby's. They ordered four orders of oysters. Delicious. <laughs> their total came to one million dollars. You're a high roller, Mr. Scudder. Indeed, yeah. After getting back on the road, they were excited to pass by Lady Liberty. It was on Mr. Scudder's bucket list, so they stopped to see it. It was really gruesome. Gruesome. <laughs> 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 Mr. Scudder stopped in the gift shop for a souvenir, purchasing fish. Other tourists were there dumpster diving. <laughs> Suddenly, he saw a familiar face. It was Mr. Odell. He was on his way to the cemetery to meet the Weibel family for a long weekend. <laughs> this weekend getaway had been planned for 68 hours. The first thing they wanted to do when they got there was roundhouse kick. <laughs> However, they were shocked to see Mrs. Weibel in chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, her luggage fell off the roof of their Thunderbird and destroyed all of her clothes. The only store open was Gucci. The vacation got only wilder from here when they realized that Zach Afron was vacationing in the house next door. Mrs. Weibel decided to cook Zach her famous frog legs so she could meet him. <laughs> when she brought over the dish, Zach asked her to spoon. <laughs> <laughs> While performing the spoon. <laughs> While spooning, Mrs. Weibel fell and broke her salty toes. <laughs> Zach Efron didn't want bad press, so he offered her a dirt bike and forced her to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Ever since then, he sends her a toilet on every President's Day. <laughs> well done, everybody. Wow, I'm sorry. Good job, eighth graders. That does sound, you know what? That sounds like a spring break I would take. I'd go for it. Why not? Zach Efron getting frog legs and then spooning and you fall yeah. off the couch and break yep. your salty toes and then he gives you a dirt bike and yeah. sign an, N an NDA. Yeah, it sounds that great. Sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, good wow. times. That was a lot of fun. It was a really good idea you had. So nice work, Mrs. Weibel. We are thinking about possibly having guests on our podcast coming up. Yep. Maybe like once a week or every other week. So stay tuned for that. 
send us requests if you have people that you'd like to hear from. Uh, maybe we can uh, arrange to get them on. Absolutely. We will try to get in touch with any staff members that you'd be interested in hearing from. Yeah. And speaking of that, um, why don't I give a quick update on uh, Miss Dana? So Miss sure. um, Dana was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I reached out to her on Friday, last Friday, and asked her how things were going. And she said, we're, we're all doing well. Tim took a dive wor- uh, for the worse earlier in the week, but now seems much better again. Uh, the in-laws are doing pretty good so far. I'm starting to show signs of something. So I am just trying to fight back for now. It's a roller coaster going on for two weeks, but we are all doing okay. So that's her update. Uh, hopefully, Miss Dana and her family pulls through. Absolutely. We're going to continue to keep them in our thoughts and prayers. So Absolutely. So hopefully this was a fun episode for you. We got to do something a little bit out of the box, and we will be back again on Friday to close out your spring break week. Enjoy your spring break, everybody. See you then. See you later.